All right, welcome to Chaos Theory, everybody. It is Wags and Double R. You guys know the drill. It's Chaos Theory on Texas Sports Unfiltered on this wonderful fast uh, Friday. Happy Friday. I was going to say Thursday. I don't even know what day it is, Rodney. Um, anyways, man, happy uh, happy Friday, February 23rd on 2024, the year of our Lord, my guy. You can find us on Twitter at not the fake Wags. Rodney's at the Rodney R. And then on Instagram at the underscore Rodney R. I'm at the Wagner Wire. And and all other social media platforms as well. Make sure you're hitting us up on that code of text line, 512-222-9328. All right, man. What do you want to get into first today? Hey, did you see um, see um, Durant last night? Kind of got uh, crossed up with some some Mavericks fans there. Is, uh, they, they apparently called him a bitch. Oh, that? yeah? Shut yeah. up, bitch. Yeah. He's making his way out that? and... And it was one of those things to where I should have pulled a video, but I got again, I got a call right before that we had to start right here. So they're like yelling at him, calling him all these names, and he comes over and kind of confronts him just to have a conversation. And so he comes over and the woman's all wanting to shake his hand and shit. And I'm like, You just called him a bitch, right? And and now, now you want to be his buddy. Now you want to do all this shit. You want to get you trying to get the attention. You got to get the attention of the athlete. Well, well, and, and I could hear the dude because it was a husband and wife or, or a dude and a woman. And and the dude's like, hey, I host a sports podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, hell, there's Wags and I at the game. But um, anyway, so so <laughs> they're going to throw these people out. They're going to throw these people out. And you know what Durant does? He comes back and he says, no, you let him stay. Let him stay. Class. So they let him stay. Class. So for everybody about. that says that Durant's soft, I mean, they're going to show you that he's got a little bit of a callous skin. That's true. Is, is who is impromptu question? Who's mm-hmm. the softest dude in the NBA right now? I would say Durant. Um, is, is, is Durant still the softest dude, I or is it so. LeBron? LeBron's LeBron's pretty soft, bro. LeBron, if it doesn't go his way, LeBron and I and I, I love. I'm a LeBron guy, man. But dude. I was I was pretty disappointed to see that that I know that uh, the Warriors played the Lakers last night and 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 I was going to mention that game yesterday on the show but then I saw as I was kind of Harden, Michael C says James Harden James Harden oh yeah that dude um, but yeah LeBron didn't play for everybody in chat so. put your put your put your opinion of the softest player in the NBA right now I'd love to Ronnie and I would love to to read the soft one and, and that should be pretty good because like the whole league is soft so I, I think that uh, yeah yeah that ought to be pretty damn interesting to see but uh, yeah Warriors all over the Lakers last night minus LeBron I don't think LeBron would have made a difference in that game one twenty eight to one ten in that one um, but how about the Mavericks. 10, 10 point win that's a big one over the suns um yeah. i think that's that's impressive that's impressive right there for dallas i mean I, I don't know i don't know how strong i have the suns in the western conference like i had last year i think yeah and and i mean i know denver's you know starting to struggle a little bit right now and or has been struggling a little bit in the west trying to get back up to the top but i still think denver is one of the best teams in the in the west and they're going to be probably the team to knock off um but Matt, but the Mavericks, especially if they can keep this thing going, uh, the great two-way play with Kyrie and um, Luca and Luca here, man. I mean, my God, you you actually got some really decent play coming out of your front court as well, man. I think the Dallas have something to actually play off of, man. Yeah, those dudes had seventy points combined last night. So I mean, when you get those kind of performances right there, that's yeah. But yeah. that can't be that can't be night in and night out. You know what I mean? Like I know that you're, I know that you're, I know. you know, your dynamic duo or whatnot. But still, you got to have. 
you know, key cogs being able to step up. It can't be Kyrie and Luca every night. Yeah. It's going to be, but I mean, you're going to have to have tremendous, uh, a tremendous supporting cast in order to keep this thing going, man, because they're going to have to take load management nights too. Oh, absolutely. Unfortunately, but absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it goes back to that whole Texas basketball conversation that we're having. I mean, that shit right there is not going to happen every night. We talk about the guard play with, with Texas. And of course the fog Allen Fieldhouse tomorrow, taking on Kansas. We can talk about that one right there. You know, I, I've got a sneaking suspicion about that one that Texas might, I don't know if I'm ready to say it. I, Texas might surprise some don't. people tomorrow. I said okay. my surprise. I said my, you said surprise. I said my yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise. We've, we've got what is it? Ten oh nine. Let's 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 use that adjective. Let's yeah. let's let's stick with that one. Surprise. All right. Surprise. Surprise. Maybe maybe it'll be the thing right there. But I think uh, Kansas can get got. I think. But anyway, we we can talk about that later. But uh, yeah, good NBA action last night. Um, yeah, good no, good uh, college. I don't know if you watched that Washington State Arizona uh, game last night too, man. Um, Washington State with the upset. Uh, taking down the number four Arizona Wildcats last night, man. Um, and and you know Love was having himself one hell of a game for the Wildcats too. But it was just it wasn't enough, dude. The Washington State able to knock it down. Wells having one hell of a night, twenty-seven points contribution from him in the front court there, making Washington State one of the toughest teams uh, to uh, to to play last night. And Arizona struggled mightily against them. Uh, actually, they were they were kind of beating them down pretty pretty handily and then you know a, a late game resurgence from uh Washington State was was all that they needed and was just enough and Arizona went down I gotta tell you dude I had a proud moment last night uh it was probably you do? take a dump <sighs> are you kidding that's that's all the time um probably about 10 o'clock about 10 o'clock wags I get a text from my oldest uh in her final year at Tarleton State hey you there. know yeah so I get a text and she's like we just took down Grand Canyon and that they're in the whack. They're in the Western athletic conference. She's like, we just took them down. And I'm like, that's great. You, you know, whatever. Number one, um, the fact that my kid's going to a basketball watching, game and, and you're watching sports. Yeah. Yeah. She's watching sports and doing it live. And you know, with sororities and all the different shit I go and I start looking into this stuff and it's like Tarleton state could get themselves into the big dance somehow. So, so I began to understand her excitement right there as they won 77 to 74 over Grand Canyon. And I was like, damn, look at that. The little, little team from Stephenville. So, uh, yeah, good stuff right there. So that was about it. We got to do this eventually. I'm struggling here. I'm supposed to be wearing these things and my eyes are killing me. My it's, I'm starting to get a headache already. Uh, look, I'm going to. Hey, look, I'm 42. I'm about to turn 43. As a matter of fact, I turned 43 a day before BK turns 30. So. Uh, there's no other way to do this. You just kind of pull the Band-Aid off automatically and, and very fast. Um, I need to be able to see, and right now I can't see. I haven't oh, been able to see for about two months uh, when I do this show. Um, my contacts have expired. So without further ado, fuck you all. Don't make fun of me, all right? So No. The, <laughs> hey, you, you want me to? Hey, I, I got him here. See should, should old, we just do it? Oh man, right. but look, at least they're a little bit stylish, you know. They're... Yeah, yours are stylish. Mine are work glasses, so, so uh, that that's why I have these on. But these are I nice. Came over home last night, like walked downstairs and read. My son hits me with, a, "Hey, what's up, Jimmy Neutron? How you doing?" I almost, man, I almost lost shit, dude. I don't oh, look like Jimmy Neutron, bro. Oh yeah, there but you I'm, go. Look, the the i i hate the glare i hate seeing the reflection but the one thing about it is i, I like to be able to see right and i don't like having a, a headache and usually man 
uh, you guys know I've been getting headaches for what the past month or whatnot, and we've finally been able to knock half of it down for it's up, you know, part of my vision or whatnot. So we've seen my optometrist and gotten that squared away, but also, um, you know, shit dating back from you know in, injuries from the war and shit too so we'll, we're figuring, you know we're figuring a, a whole bunch of stuff out man and, and i gotta tell you because I, i've got you dated i've got you dated by you know a few years, ten years. you got me and, about 10 years and, about 10 years and the only the the only thing the only thing that i still have going for me uh when it comes <laughs> to stuff, host the old man glasses yep because because i'm 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 fatter I've got bad ankles. I got bad knees. Now I've got a fucking frozen shoulder. I mean, it's just like I'm falling apart. But the only thing that every year when I go in and get well, my blood pressure is apparently in better control now, but um, is my vision. It's like every time I go in, I mean, I wear contacts or whatever and wear glasses at night or, or whatever, but it's like my vision doesn't change. The vision doesn't change. It's it's not good. It's not good, but it's Man, like. Mine's Mine yeah, drastically it, deteriorates every year, dude. Every every exam I have, my vision is getting worse and worse, dude. And it is, it's my like it's my right eye. My right eye is worse than my left eye. And you know, it, it's it's no surprise. Like I, you know, you sit you sit with your damn eye like this for mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for years, you know, sitting there aiming down the you know the rear aperture and the front sight post. Your your eye's gonna hold, you know, have a whole bunch of sand that gets in it and, and draininess and whatnot. I don't know. And also, you know, staring in the sun. If your 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 vision's open all the time, you know what I mean. If you're if you're if you're a shooter, is what I'm saying. If you're a shooter, yeah. you're probably going to lose a little bit more vision in your in your shooting dominant eye than you are in your non shooting dominant eye. Anyways, I shoot blanks. They look they do kind of look like shooter glasses. I had somebody message me last night, cool. be like, "Hey man, you look like you're going back to the range again, dude." So I don't know. It is what it is. But anyways, fuck <laughs> you for making fun of me. If you're going to make fun of me. Uh, and here's one to me. Hey, well, you know what? Whatever. Um, question for you. Question for you. So, so speaking of that, since we're talking about bodily functions and all, how's your hearing? Because my hearing is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Okay, that, that that's what I was yeah. going to say. I mean, mine. I was a machine gunner, man. It, yeah. it ain't happened. I could only assume because like mine, when I was racing full-time stock cars and all this stuff, we didn't run head. I mean, we didn't run mufflers. We didn't run anything. We would like work under the race car with the damn thing running. And it's like, it's like my ears ring. I can't hear shit. I talk loud. I mean, it's like, you know, we go places like whenever I'm out in public or something, I say something, it's usually derogatory, you know? And, and my wife is like, she's like, shit. You don't have to talk so loud. I'm like, I can barely hear you, uh, you know? So, yeah, yeah. They that, always that. feel like you, they always think that you're talking louder than what you really are. You know what I, I mean? know, right? Like, I, I know I got a lot. I know that my voice carries or whatnot, but I'm not. People on the other side of the restaurant can't hear me, can't hear our conversation. I know. But, you know, some, I like, you know, I like to, to get a little, get it going a little bit, get a little spicy at, at dinner time before, you know, we get back home or whatnot. And I like to feel the water, so to speak. And my wife's yep. always just like, man, shut up. Everybody can hear you. I'm like, no, they yep. can't. They can't That's hear right. me, man. I do I'll tell you what I like. These glasses. I'll tell you what I, I like looking at right here, man. Check this out. There's Ike. There's Michael C. There's Noe. There's Double D. And, I mean, the list goes on and on. And they're all in green right there. You know what? That's the TSUs That's right subscribers, there. baby. That's, That's our TSUs. Get the extra perks right there. Get some behind-the-scenes stuff, some giveaways and all that cool stuff uh, that we're going to be doing throughout uh, the year, uh, the coming year here with uh, Texas Sports Unfiltered. Uh, thank you all for being a part of it. And, of course, thank you all for checking in on that free 
app as well. We go to the Coda text line. We'll be checking all of that as well. Um, you guys are the ones that really make this real. Uh, that, that's the coolest part about this. Folks that I run into and I talk to, like I told you about uh, uh, Gloria that was drawing blood for me. And she's like, oh, yeah, my husband listens to y'all and all this other stuff. Gloria, number one fan. We're, we're Gloria's number one uh, show that she watches, right? Because of Ashley of the Week. Uh, no, 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 because we had to talk more about women's sports. That's why no, I was she, damn yeah, sure. Women's sports, athlete of the week. Athlete of the week. That's why I was yeah. damn sure yesterday to talk about Vic Schaefer and those great uh, Texas, uh, the women's basketball team, as they continue to roll on, sitting number five, man. They're, they're, they're going to make some noise. I mean, we're over here in limbo talking about the guys, what's going to happen with the guys. I tell you, the women, it, it, it seems a little clearer what's going to happen right there with them. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think, you know, South Carolina has been the team to beat in, in college basketball the past couple of years now. LSU's no slouch. Uh, we know Stanford's pretty damn good as well. And, of course, you got the assassin up there in Iowa, Caitlin Clark. Um, Coach Schaefer's got his hands full with the Lady Longhorns uh, or, you know, with the rest of the field. But, I mean, at least he's got one hell of a squad in the Lady Longhorns that can actually make a run at this thing. So, look, I, I've been telling you guys, man, the past two years – uh, you know, I've gotten a lot more active in college and uh, in, in women's college basketball. And honestly, it's, you know, we, we have a, an excellent squad, but it's kind of the hype and the excitement that's been generated around Caitlin Clark and, and Angel Reese. Uh, these two young ladies have galvanized, uh, you know, or maybe not galvanized college, women's college basketball, but it at least made it way more attractive and entertaining for myself. So, um, hell, I've even betting on a few uh prop bets for caitlin clark one or the over under so i mean i you you got me you know going to bet us to to place something down to get some action on women's college basketball i mean i i i was you know questioning myself if i had a problem um but no I, i'm just entertained so hey and uh, caitlin clark a little bit of an off night last night i saw she kind of got uh kind of got shut yeah, down a little bit human. She, she's human after all absolutely so. That happens to all of them. Uh, code of text line, of course, uh, 222-9328. Be a part of that as well. 512689 uh, number asks, perfect timing. It was actually a little bit earlier. I'm just seeing it. What about Texas softball? Well, you know what? They're pretty damn good, too. And they'll be awful busy this weekend as well. Uh, you got Colorado State coming in. Uh, I see one there. Uh RV, Louisiana, so maybe a doubleheader. I'm not exactly positive on that. Uh, pardon me for that. But Colorado State, a couple of games there on Friday and Saturday. So we will definitely be digging in there as well. Um, and then Stanford. Stanford comes in uh, on February 24th. Um, so lots of action happening at McCombs Field this weekend for Texas softball, which, man, I'll tell you, Wags, have you ever stood up there and, and, and taken one of those fast pitches from one of those ladies? No, Dude. actually, not from not from not at the collegiate level. Yeah, uh, but I remember back in high school, uh, I had to like I was I, for some reason I went to a softball game for some I I have I was probably chasing some tail or or I and I don't know why I'm chasing the softball team. Um, but <laughs> anyways, um, went to the softball team or no, wasn't even our it wasn't even. It wasn't even actual high school baseball. It was club. It was mm -hmm. women's club softball. Yeah. And there was this girl from the other team that was, you know, rolling with a couple, a few of the girls, a few of the girls from our high school or whatnot. And I thought I was big and bad or whatnot. I tried to warm her up because I, I used to play catcher or whatnot. And uh, 
yeah, she was whipping that thing in there, and I wasn't used to anything like that. I remember her name was Jill. I can't remember her last name, but her name was Jill. But, I mean, she was flinging the damn thing in there, and I'm sitting here trying to be badass, thinking, you know, oh, I can take this thing. Popped the mid a few times, man. Got the hand activated a little bit, and I didn't have a catcher's glove. And the ball, the softball is huge anyway, so you need a, you need yeah. a bigger mid. You can't have your catcher's glove anyways there. Anyways, it's not going to fit. It's going to pop out half the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – Never really caught one from the collegiate level, but caught one from the high school level, and those things are pretty hard to cut. I mean, hell, the damn thing rises on you, too, or it almost gets into you like a screwball. It's yeah. different. It's ass backwards. Yeah. Yeah, Texas softball, 8-0 right now. So sitting in a really good spot, and they are just, like, blowing people out. <laughs> so um, we'll see what hopefully, happens. With- hopefully they keep it up, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of those What's programs. Your, what I mean, BK and Bucky had a really good conversation with their guests this morning there. What's your aspirations and your overall realistic approach to going into SEC baseball, which I mean, let's there's no argument about it. That's the SEC is the best conference in college baseball. It, it, and it's been that way for at least five, 10 years. I just think that that SEC baseball is just going to be unbelievable. I mean, just just for one thing, the, the quality of competition, yes, absolutely. But, I mean, just think of some of the matchups. Just think of some of the matchups. And and, and I'm taking out, obviously, with A&M and, and Oklahoma and, and, and that kind of stuff. But think about the new matchups, I mean, that you're going to have. You know, Arkansas. Couple, we'll, we'll go back, back. I was going to say go yeah. back to Arkansas. Yeah, you know I mean? LSU. I mean, Mississippi State. I mean, you're going to have all of that right there. That That's just going to be – I tell you what's – this is where I wish – this is where I wish that I was in a position to where I didn't have to like be, I, I love doing this. The beauty of what we can do with this is we, we can be on the road and we can do this show. We can do whatever we need to do with Texas sports unfiltered. But like, if I could just follow the sec baseball schedule, I mean, think of the the venues you're going to go to the cool little spots that you're going to go to the diamonds, dude. I love, baseball diamonds that was the the years that i did lake travis baseball to me lake travis the, the uh is, Calibre, that your, is that your favorite sport to to cover or to do play-by-play for dude, i love you and i have done football we've done football together yeah. football is great but i gotta tell you dude baseball you just sit there it's like god you tell you're, a story. You're, you're keeping your book i mean you, you, sit you, there. Tell, you tell like stories of your past you tell you tell stories of of why you got into baseball what you know what wanted you to stay in baseball and you know your your favorite your favorite stories of the past time too right um yeah you know you're also telling the game but that's the, the best thing about baseball is it's a slow pace you get yeah. a chance to you know to interject you know some of your personal experiences and you know a great conversation with your color guy too like that's that's the one thing you got to have a really good connection with your color guy and you can make that broadcast pretty special yeah man you, you can sit and banter to where to where the broadcasting to me has changed so much now with the advent of video for us you, you know not tv or whatever to where what i love about and the passion that i found when i first got into broadcasting was that, that you were painting a picture because nobody could see what the hell was going on right so you're telling right. them everything but the the good thing about baseball it it, it it's changed somewhat with with video being more in the in the collegiate some of the smaller collegiate in high school or whatever but you're still painting a picture because there's so much going on and you have so much time and you can talk about the sights and you can talk to talk about the smells and you can talk, talk about the intricacies of the park and and all the different things like that man that that 
it seriously is the coolest way to spend three and a half hours. I mean, you're just there, and people are like, you got to be bored out of your ass. Sometimes it's sometimes it's four and a half. So yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, man. I, I some of those late Travis games, dude. I remember we'd go into extra innings, and it's like, holy shit! It's like, don't these kids have to go to school? But um, anyway, whatever. But yeah, baseball, man. It it. I turned I turned on MLB yesterday. You had a game on. I mean, the I didn't Dodgers. come here to play no school. Yeah, that's right. That's Who's right. The hell, I can't remember who who the hell said that. I don't know who that was that said that. But I man, didn't come here to play school. But it's it's spring training time. Dodgers beat it the is, shit man. out How of. How you feeling? Uh, right. Corbin Burns going to open up day one for the Orioles. There, dude. I'm telling you. Um, I was looking at uh, yesterday on MLB. Um, the number that they threw up for Dodgers, for the Dodgers in wins, did you see this? No, I did not. 103.5 for the Dodgers. That's, that's I would stupid. think probably a little bit higher, but I mean, you, you know, think higher. I mean, I would, I mean, it's not too much higher, but 105, 106. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of where I was penciling in the Dodgers this year. I mean, they, they've, what they've been around a hundred, you know, yeah. for the past five years. Uh, they got the NL All Star team. They just signed the greatest base player, baseball player that we've seen in my generation. Yeah. Um, maybe that's putting the cart before the horse, but I mean, hell, I've never seen anybody come out and throw a a, a one pitch shutout, yeah. and then turn around and go two for three and hit you know two home runs in the same damn day. So uh, if you guys don't have an idea who I'm referring to, it's Shohei Otani. But do you uh, think everybody should? What's up, good? That, that's a good question there. So so with him, I mean, obviously that you're talking about with him, and we're totally all over the map today. But but the thing it's with Friday, with, man. It's, it's Friday. The chaos Friday. is flowing, baby. It's Friday. It's Friday. But but with Otani, is he the most dynamic thing in baseball right now? Or, right or now, of course, obviously. I mean, who, who who is? I like Ronald Acuna Jr. myself. I, I think that he's I don't know. I mean, Otani. I mean, Otani is Otani. Anybody that gets you, but, anybody that gets you fifty to sixty percent of your your team steals, I would say is is the catalyst and, and one hell of a, a stud. But I mean, there's nobody that's doing what Otani's doing. Like, take your take your number one offensive dude. He still has to play defense. You still got to add defense to that. That's what Shohei Otani's doing, right? Like, yeah. I love Acuna Jr. I think he's one of the most electrifying uh, players in all of baseball. But I mean, there's just there's nobody that's do. I mean, what Babe Ruth did, what Otani did, and I didn't get to see that. So, uh, yeah, Otani like saw that. Bucky's. The I, only I was. I was not. I was not joking last year when I said give everything, give whatever you can to get Shohei Otani in your locker room and just try to keep him there. Try to convince yeah. him. As long as you have him going to your locker room, at least you now get a chance to kind of retain him. But, um, uh, again, like I thought the Orioles were were gonna maybe make a splash to throw at this thing, but it would have taken away everything the Orioles have been building up anyways, trying to go with their young uh, their young franchise, which, you know, by the way, activate Jackson Holiday because we're about to bring the number one prospect to Baltimore, baby. It's coming. It's full effect, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm, I'm still pumped up. I still think, that, you know, the Rangers have a really good chance to repeat this thing and make a good run at this thing. Yeah. Um, but, look, look, Houston's still going to be back where they, they need to be in terms of, of the West. Uh, the central could, you know, the twenties are still going to be there. Uh, but the East, the, the East, the stalwarts are, you know, the, your Rays, um, Baltimore. And I hate to say it. The Yankees are going to be back, man. The Yankees, they're not staying at the bottom or in the middle of the pit, um, for another year, Brian Cashman, they're, they're, 
they are making good moves. They, they, yeah, they they're 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 being very active and they're adamant on wanting to be back in number back at the top for the AL East rather. Yeah, so. it's like that bucket with holes all over it. They've gone and put the flex seal on it and and really trying to fix some of the that flex stuff. Seal, are you, the, the are flex seal? Are you really quoting damn flex seal? That damn yeah. shitty ass infomercial. I wonder if that shit really works. Like when that dude's out there in that boat. That was, I think that was DK's bit from time to time back in the day. Working oh, really? that damn flex seal or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. Two team race in the 80s. So wait, Fazy, you don't you don't think the you don't got anything from the Rays, really? Or Toronto? I think the East is loaded. That's my problem. I think yeah, the East is gonna be beating the hell out of each other. That that's that's gonna be a good thing right there. I mean, yeah, you know, we can talk about the West. I mean, but you look at the West and it's it's gonna be Houston and Texas, but yeah, the the East right there, dude, it, it, it's stacked. I mean, it's East stacked. You got four of them in there. You East got four loaded, of them yeah. in there. And then and then you could argue that Boston Boston could surprise some people. You know, I mean they they might. I, I don't see too much of it. I don't think it'll happen. I think, you know, I I, I think the young studs uh from Baltimore are gonna be able to to return this thing return to favor and, and be able to to reign dominant as the al east champs again so mm-hmm. we'll see man it's a lot look it's good time it's good time to be a baltimore Orioles fan that's for sure it's a good time to hey, be a baseball fan it's a good time to be a baseball fan and if you want to as we start working towards opening day once we get to opening day if you want to drop a little drop a little you know little wagers some, some dollars yeah you want to spend some dollars you want to throw some wagers down uh whether it be on the al east or the al west or any of them it doesn't matter bet us is the best online sports book and casino that you're going to find out there the game lines props so forth and so on not major league not just major league baseball nhl you can bet on some nascar futures um college basketball we're coming up on the sweet 16 all of that is right there if you're checking out the youtube link all you got to do is drop right down below in that description you're going to find the link right there just click on that if you're on the texas sports unfiltered free app you explore our socials right there, right underneath where you hit click and where it starts playing, and it's going to take you to the Bet US link right there. Once again, the best place that you're going to bet on sports and the easiest way to do it, $50 deposit gets you fired off and gets you rolling, and it is Bet US, proud sponsor of not only Chaos Theory, but a Texas Sports Unfiltered. Yes, they are. And of course, it's perfect season. We'll go ahead and get this out right now with audiovisual consultations. Every season is the perfect season for audiovisual consultations because you can see anything that you need, right? Whether it be NHL, whether it be NBA, whether it be, uh, you know, women's college basketball or men's college basketball, college baseball is right around the corner. And we just got done talking to you about the Lady Longhorns uh, with the softball team as well. So it's perfect time of year. Call them up, 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com. And you can see the gallery of projects on their website that they've done over the past 35 years in leading the standard in audiovisual automation in Austin, Central Texas area. Um, since 1988, I've been telling you guys, man, uh, over the past couple of years, they have been setting the standard, guys. Make sure you get to them. Sign, sign yourselves up for that ultimate dream theater that I have downstairs or the four televisions that BK has or the two TVs with the arcade cabinets that I got as well. It's all deadly. 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com. You might've been able to miss the Super Bowl, right? Because you you procrastinated and, and waited to get AV consultations out there. But now's the, the prime time as we get into March Madness, getting ready for March Madness, your NHL playoffs with the 
um, with the NBA playoffs right around the corner as well, man. ABConsultations.com. Absolutely. Hey, so I saw an interesting note. I know that we, it seems like every day, the topic of the day for us, Wags, we're going to talk about Justin Fields it's and shit. what's going to happen. Huh? Shit. We talk about shit, oh, too. Shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't talk about shit, did we? Well, we well, talked we about t- taking the shit. Um, Seattle restructures Geno Smith's contract. And I it's going to save him. Pulling this up. Um, yeah. It's going to save about four and a half million on the cap. So what is that telling us? I mean, what, cause Seattle's one of those teams where you get them thrown in. I happen to think Michael Penix jr. Would be great there, but that's just for me to say, um, what is Seattle's this telling us they about what to do? Seattle's got some other, some other issues to work on. I would think that they need to restructure the offensive line, the interior of their offensive line. Um, they need a little bit more pressure from their, from their edge. And, uh, they got chewed up pretty much in between the hashes last year, or at least from, from my observation, uh, it, you know, I love Bobby Wagner, but maybe, you know, maybe it's time to get some new blood in there. I don't know if he's exactly the type of linebacker that he was when he was patrolling the middle of the field back in 19 or back in, uh, 2019 and 2018. Um, five years is a long time in the NFL guys. It, it, it truly is. Uh, you guys know this, um, hell that's, that's a career for a running back and you want to, you know, go to the flip side of that, you know, linebackers usually last around five, maybe 10 years, you know, on average. But um, when you're taking a while up like Bobby Wagner has, and uh, he's been, you know, he's been able to avoid the injuries from time to time, but I would think that Seattle might've been in the, in the market to move up and get a quarterback. But with this restructure of Geno Smith's contract, and they also got, they had some decent spell moments from Drew Locke last year too. So yep. maybe they're not um, in the market to get, you know, a quarterback or to move up and, and maybe uh, be in the play to acquire somebody else's draft pick or whatnot. I, I mean, Seattle hasn't really been in the scenario to move up and be in the Justin Fields market. I thought maybe they'd try up and get a, try to move up and get another quarterback that, uh, that could be there and uh, highly touted. But, you know, you just brought up a good point, too. They don't really have any type of need for the quarterback with this restructure, but it would be nice if one Michael Penix Jr. were to fall to them and say, oh, nice surprise. Yeah. You know, surprise seems to be the word of the day here for chaos theory. Uh, nice surprise having Michael Penix Jr. fall to us. And maybe at that time you're probably taking the best available or whatever's on the draft board anyways. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the the difference right there, obviously, you know, like you said, I mean, they do have the leverage to kind of maybe sit back a little bit further and, and not have to try to dive in on, on some of these early guys. And then, you know, like we talk about, you've got Gino there that can kind of be the mentor that can kind of help teach the young dude, whoever you may get, whether it be Penix or whether it be somebody else. But, you know, what, what exactly happens here? Because, you know, Pete Carroll's gone. I mean, that's, it's a, it's a totally different, um, totally different scenario there in, in, in Seattle right now because it's a it's a regime change i mean pete carroll has been at the helm there for so long and pete carroll obviously buying in um on on what geno smith was able to do so it's it's a curious move right there when i saw that because i thought that geno smith might be one of those guys that would hit the market that could go to another club another club could kind of pick up that option for him and bring him in to mentor the quarterback the new quarterback whoever it may be the younger quarterback but it looks like he might get to do it right there in seattle so that 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 right there and that, do you, I was surprised. Do you, think Penix, do you think Penix is a second rounder, or do you think Penix is a uh, third rounder? Because I don't think I don't think Seattle's got a second round anymore. I think they, I think they had to get rid of the second rounder for Williams, um, uh, Leonard Williams. Uh, matter of fact, um, 
but where did like so I'm, i mean that would tells me that you know maybe if Penix is there in the third yeah they they might take a notion or might take a flyer on Penix. if, if Penix is still there in the third where's your i, I where's your draft evaluation or where's your grade for Penix and and where do you have him going in this uh in this 2024 draft it does he make it out of the second or am i being just completely ambitious thinking that uh Penix is is a lot better than what we thought he would maybe he got it maybe he did get exposed in the national championship game Rodney maybe he the, you know the national pundit said he looked kind of slow a little bit I thought he was Superman two weeks before that uh so I don't know you tell me what I'm missing dude I still have him going at the end of the first um in the first and call me crazy and 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 I, and I don't know why why it's been for me Ever since, ever since right, right around the time of the Texas game that, that I thought that Seattle, obviously with the, you know, with Washington, the dude is love there at Washington for what he did there, you, you know, in his time and, and the whole story with him, the injury situation is still there. But the thing is, Michael Penix is a smart football player. I mean, we see him, he's doing, I mean, if he's got to take off, he's doing it very, strate- he, he uses strategery if he's going to take off. He doesn't do stupid shit. I mean, the dude, the dude strategery he plays he plays like a veteran quarterback which he is he's been doing this for a long time i still have him going at the end of the first dude and, rob, and, and I, rob, might, rob says that Penix jr might be the best quarterbacks out of this draft class here he, kind of like a uh, little bit of a la josh uh josh allen he just seems, that, that class just of darnold seems, um what yeah Baker, yeah in that class too right who he just seems dude? like he's ready Rose he just is- seems like he's ready to play um, he just seems like it, like, like it, the experience that I'm talking about. Um, I, I just think everything is there. I mean, cause we see him when he has to throw it, he can throw it, uh, obviously runs the offense well. And he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, of course, you know, an NFL chance. snap is a lot different than a damn college. No doubt. Snap, right? No doubt. No doubt. And, and, and I totally get that the speed you ramp up to speed. Um, but I, I still have him in the first into the first. I think he goes, I got, I got him as a third round grade. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I I think, and that only happened. That that happened last month too. So I mean, that wasn't right after I saw the national championship. I you know I took a little bit of time to actually consider this. Um, look, I don't think that this is a I don't think that this is a dominant quarterback draft class. I think it's actually a weak quarterback draft class, and there, there's like maybe three that's legit quarterbacks. I don't even know. I I I think I think Drake May's going to have a decent career. I just don't know if I can, you know, solidify him as a starter right off. I got I got Kenny Pickett vibes from Drake May for some reason all of a sudden. I don't know why. I I yeah. don't and and you guys know me. I've been big on Drake May for you know, for damn near all season long. I mean, I thought he was a great replacement for Sam Howe or or a great supplement for Sam Howe. Um UNC got, you know, started figuring out with that college quarterback room too. And the succession was there. So I thought Drake May, you know, might be one of the most dominant quarterbacks in, in college. But I mean, hell, you you go you go two months without playing, you you become, you know, an afterthought. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's what happened with, with Drake May here for me. Um, I still think he's one hell of a you know, a talent. He can spin it better than some of the you know, most quarterbacks um in college for sure. I mean, obviously, right? I just don't know if that's gonna transition and he's gonna start immediately and make an impact in the NFL. I I do. I get I get Kenny Pickett vibes. Yeah. Uh, I like May. I like Jaden Daniels. And I like Penix. I like Daniels over May. I yeah. like Dan- I like Daniels a lot more over May. 
Yeah. And you, you know, the whole thing is, I mean, with Caleb Williams, I mean, obviously if you listen to the show, I, I'm not the biggest buy-in yet on any of that. And, and, I, and look, you gotta you gotta think that Caleb Williams is the best talent out of the quarterback room out of all the quarterbacks. That's what everybody keeps year. saying. That, that's that's it, I, I keep hearing that. I mean, people are. I mean, based on what you've seen, I mean, the the kid's one hell of an athlete. He's one hell of a star. Well, also, you know, Spencer Rattler's is going to make some make some noise it, it, too, man. That's a great point. That's a great point. That's a very good point. And I mean, that just that just like that just came to to my head. You know, based off of those two, I remember those two at Oklahoma, man. Um, yeah. Based off of what I saw Caleb Williams do at Oklahoma and what he's been able to do at USC, uh, Caleb Williams is going to be a, a pretty damn, pretty damn athlete and, and decent star in the NFL if if uh, if he gets to the right club. And to me, the right club is either Atlanta or Chicago. So yeah, well, well, and that's a whole thing. I, I think that's where Williams is going to prove me wrong because if he ends up at either one of those spots, I mean, shit. I mean, it, it's padded up and ready to go. You know what I mean? I mean, you're 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 going to be boss hogging when you get to one of those spots because everything is there in place. I mean, if this was Caleb Williams going to New England, it's like okay, Double R is going to be right because they're going to he's going to get sacked a lot. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, he's not going to fit in. It's no, not going to work no, in New England. No, it, no, it, absolutely it just won't. Not. Or, or I, you know what? It's going to be one hell of a struggle in Washington too. So exactly, exactly. In a situation like that, see, see, I, I think, you know, with Drake may or Jaden Daniels, they're better fit for, for the commanders, not so much Williams. I mean that, that it, but the, if, if it is Chicago or Atlanta, dude, dude's going to be a star, but you know, it, um, or should be, should be, we've seen some, we've seen some camp miss, but like you and, said, Wags, it's a whole. It's a great a, point, Sal. Like I don't, I, I've never, I don't uh -huh. think I've seen Caleb Williams play in the cold. I yep. really don't. Like I, I yep. think I've always seen him play in in fair weather, yep. uh, in fair weather games or fair weather atmospheres. We shall, we'll see what it's like. You know, when he does have to travel and go around the rest of the NFL landscape, there. I, I, that's a great point, Sal. I don't think I've seen Caleb Williams play in the cold once. And, and the point is, I mean, yeah, Minnesota's got the dome, but I mean, Chicago, cold frozen tundra of Lambeau field cold <laughs> so yeah yeah that's a great point that's a great point I hadn't even thought about that so that that could be the the Chicago thing hmm. but yeah I, I mean see not only did Seattle restructure their contract with Geno Smith as well uh if you look around the landscape you see the New Orleans they're re they're they're in reports of restructuring a contract for Derek Carr um look we, we talked a little bit about this this past week too uh that south in the NFC is wide open um yeah we we thought that it would be the saints that were going to be emerging as the you know the representation of the champion you know, or of of the south so to speak um but no it was uh it was tampa bay tampa bay shocked everybody surprised everybody and um like we mentioned yesterday if they re-sign mike evans there's a good chance that tampa bay can repeat as the south champions um it, but apparently look the saints the Saints see that too. The Saints see that it's up for grabs. Excuse me. Or they could, you know, possibly um they're they're got some game theory that Atlanta might be trying to either take on Justin Atlanta's gonna come away with either Justin Fields or Caleb Williams, right? There's there's a pretty good chance that you can put your money on that, right? They're either gonna get either one Justin Fields or Caleb Williams after the draft. If you're the Saints, you're trying to restructure the contract with Derek Carr so you can get all kinds of talent around you so that you can, I guess, with, withstand this 
flourish that Atlanta is going to be throwing at you with a whole bunch of offense, right? You're going to need the up, up, you know, your firepower too, right? It's almost an arms race. I'd be worrying about your defense, but you're going to have to score if you're uh, the Saints as well. You got an Alvin Kamara that you're going to have to sign. I didn't think we'd be talking about this, you know, this soon, but you're going to have to supplement Alvin Kamara a little bit, maybe look for a little bit of a, you know, an, a, another running back because those wheels tend to break here for Alvin Kamara. So we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I mean, the Saints is a, a, that that's another good question. I mean, what their quarterback situation? They thought well, they're restru- like I just said, they're restructuring it right now. So yeah. that tells me that they're going with Derek Carr. They're not going to be in a move. That, I don't think they'll be taking a quarterback in this year in this draft. Maybe they acquire, they try to acquire one um, from free agency. Uh, but right now, it appears that they're happy with Derek Carr. I saw I saw something on ESPN this morning where they were talking about bold moves for every NFL club, and, and a lot of it, you know, makes sense. You, you know, different things, kind of suggestions. Everybody is, uh, you know, opinions are like assholes. We all have them. We and, all do. And this whole thought for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I hadn't seen this one. This one kind of blindsided me out of left field. It said trade for Justin Fields, Tampa Bay. No, the hottest commodity right now. It's right. Bears, Bears, right. The Bears are doing something right, my guy. Right. And they're just sitting around waiting. And like we said, man, this ain't no game of hopscotch. It happens fast. They're sitting there. It's duck, duck, goose. And and never saying goose. Duck, duck, duck. That's all they're doing. Hey, friends, got to tell you about our great partners right here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Chaos Theory, all of the shows. And again, we're 8 to 5 every day. And of course, one of our benchmark partners has been the great folks out in B-Cave, that great state-of-the-art dealership serving generations of Texans, the Covert family. How about a word from our friends at Covert B-Cave? Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife, Hayden. Welcome to Covert B-Cave. Our newest location in the gorgeous Hill Country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Covert, born and raised in Austin. Covert B Cave, don't do it, guys. Leave her alone. It's Friday. Y'all leave her alone. What? Speaking of Friday, um, we mentioned some good college basketball tomorrow, man. What are you gonna be doing tomorrow? You gonna be watching any of that? Taking it in? This is yes, uh, definitely going to take in uh, Texas and Kansas. This is actually birthday weekend for my significant. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's hey, on Monday. It, it's on Monday, so I've been working on some things. I never know when she may click upon this YouTube thing. So um, we're working on a few things. So there's going to be. Let me come over and dance. I'll, I'll put on a dance. Can you do it during the Texas basketball game? That way I can like come up here and, and just do this and you entertain down there. Uh, Sign that, that, me up. Don't throw me with a good time, good. man. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good Texas. Ba- I, I, I'll I, put on a performance like Chris Farley. How about that? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I am very curious to see what kind of performance we get from the texas basketball team against kansas um like i was talking about earlier up in fog, it, allen. Up in fog allen what are your expectations are we gonna surprise 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 are we gonna surprise anybody I, I'm, I'm telling you i think that I, I think i think we're gonna get some guard play dude i think we're gonna get that guard play that we've been Ace looking for have to wake up rodney Ace, got and to. usually the stalwarts come to life 
when you're taking up some of the best uh, talent or you're going up against some of the best opposition, right? Usually the alpha is going to alpha or the, or, you know, the dogs are just going to find that, that bone to, to go hunting with. Right. And Ace yeah. needs to be that dog, Rodney. And this is where I say that, that whether it's Ace Smith, this is where I think that the guard play is going to be big tomorrow because I think Dassault is primed to be down a, a little at some point you're going to have like we were talking about caitlin clark i mean there's going to be a game where where you're going to struggle and this could be the one in that environment at fog allen and that's where everybody else around him is going to have to is going to have to take up the slack and i think that's what the guards do and i think it is going to be asmus i think asmus is going to be the guy and again i'm not going to sit here and tell you that texas is going to win but i think that texas is going to surprise us more than we may be thinking you know going into this i think a lot of people yeah. going into this may be like oh shit we're fucked nah, i don't think so this is going to have his hand so i don't know if he's going to draw yeah. the assignment from dickinson or not I mean, yep. dickinson might stay on mitchell um or or you know furphy might might go on yep. on the or whatnot but i mean look the, the Sioux's going to have a, a difficult matchup. Um, then, you know, we'll see Aceman and, and McCullers too, right? Like, this is it's going to be a tough one, guys. It, it's it's. I'm hoping it, I'm hoping we can get the victory, but like like I was, you know, last week going, you know, going down to Houston, I kind of wanted to stay within ten. If we're going to be realistic, um, it's. You're, it'd be different if we were at the mood. If we were at the mood, I'd say that you know, hell, we can, we can, good chance at, at surprising them, right? Um, Kansas is a tough team, uh, one mm-hmm. of the toughest teams in the damn nation, and uh, they're even tougher when they're at Fog Allen. So uh, again, uh, outlook not so great. If I'm that damn you know eight ball or whatever, and you're trying to get some you know a future or whatnot, uh, like. Uh, a future recommendation. I'm going to tell you not yeah. to bet on this game. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, or not not to bet on the horns. That's for sure. Uh, I'd love for him to to keep it within ten. Um, it's it's going to be a rough one. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, <laughs> if the Longhorns do win, you're going to have to have double digits from uh, the Sioux. You're going to have to have double digits from Ace Miss. Hunter's going to have to be in Hunter. there in the factor. Not to mention you're going to you're going to need a double double from Mitchell. Um, you're you're gonna have to have some of the best, not not just offense, but the best defense that the Longhorns play. You're gonna have to have a lot of two way basketball, man. Might even have to get some boards. Might even have to get some boards, Wags. Sure, sure. <laughs> hey, so is this what you were talking about? I know we were just sitting there talking about Derek Carr. This is um, are you were you referring to I, the... uh, that's I don't know is I don't is I don't know if that's a hot take anymore. Um. Oh no. I, I mean. Yeah. Edie, Edie's just big. Yeah. Right? Like, that's really, that's what Edie, Edie eats up. Edie can eat, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the Sioux can play. The Sioux's a three-level scorer. We've seen that. The Sioux can yeah. play defense, too. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if it's, I agree with the sediment. I just don't know if it's a hot take anymore. I yeah. think everybody sees it now. Um, is, this, is this what you meant? Derek, Derek, uh, Derek Carr's contract just got restructured. Yeah. Oh, okay. 100%. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I was just making sure that that you. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Yeah. No. I, I mean, Dassault and but that is the thing. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Didn't we just talk? We just talked about Derek Carr getting his contract restructured. Did we not? We we did. I I I didn't know if you were implying that they should or if you were reporting that they did. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was saying that they were in the works. Um. Yeah. The, the Saints were in the works of restructuring. 
Derek yeah. Carr's contract. Yeah. yeah, done deal. Yeah, th- this tomorrow you're you're gonna have to have you're, you got this guard play. You you cannot put this on to tomorrow because they're gonna try and they're gonna lock him down or do everything that they can to lock him down. You can't lock him down. But yeah, he's a he's, he's a number especially with Aceman in a flunk in a flunk. Yeah. You're gonna let Aceman. You're gonna say, all right, Aceman, shoot yourself out of this funk. Yep, we're gonna exactly. we're gonna you know you know, defend around the Sioux and, you know, hopefully all goes well. I mean, hell, Rodney, I'm telling you, if you keep this in between 10, I'll be surprised. Really? Yeah. Uh, man. yeah. Uh, if uh, the Longhorns can can stay within 10, I'll be surprised. I expect the, the Longhorns to lose by double digits. Oh, man. I'm thinking six to eight point ball game right here. And and I'm still I'm still not saying they're going to win. But I think, um, and I think Texas is going to start fast. I think Texas is going to start fast. I think they're going to do the opposite. I think they're going to do everything opposite of what we expect them to do. Um, Texas is going to have to start fast and finish fast. And finish fast. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then the whole thing is, I mean, then the environment's going to take them over. The environment, the experience, all of that will take them over and they'll fall. But I think that they're they're going to surprise us with the performance tomorrow. And, and again, <laughs> he's 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 optimistic. He's He's a good fan. Jack, he's a good fan, but like you said, it's all in the reflexes, Jack, and the Longhorns don't have the reflexes. No, they just no, don't. and it's and this is one because because I'm usually not optimistic. That that's where this is kind of odd because I'm like, oh, they're gonna get their ass whooped or you know whatever the case is right here. I don't know, dude. I, I just something's telling me they're coming in. You, you got it. I hope you, I'm wrong. I I, I, I will I will yeah. eat the biggest plate of crow on Monday with a shit eating <laughs> grin on my face if they are wrong. <laughs> Or, or if I am wrong, I swear to God, I hope I am wrong. Um, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. Houston, um, Houston Baylor, Houston Baylor. What? At least we'll be a lot. We'll be a lot happier watching this game because we won't have any skin in the game here. Um, well, I mean, technically, I guess we will. If you're trying to root for, um, right now, you might as well just go ahead and root for Houston to, to run away with this thing. Baylor's still going to be ahead of us when it's all said and done with in the conference play. Um, or or. That's- that's just, or maybe you know, maybe you look, you hope for vantage points to find on Houston. You know, the, I've been telling you the only thing that you can do for Houston, I think, is to wear them down and and try and get under their bench play because they're not as deep as most schools or most uh, most colleges right now. But they have when they're when their starting five is on the floor, they're the best starting five in 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 college in my the most athletic starting five in college in my opinion so that's just going to be fun a fun basketball game to watch uh, i mean that that's the bottom line right there i mean that that's just if you're if you're a basketball fan and you you like good momentum. guard matchups man oh, really dude. good guard matchups Absolutely, walter and cryer i mean you got shed too Shit, uh, yeah man Houston. yeah man and you if you like a game of runs and back and forth and then defensive stalemates that are going to start happening and and in ill time shots and all that stuff this is gonna be your game man because it it's gonna be the game of the day that that's the one that i'm circled to watch i mean i i want to watch that one tomorrow that's that's gonna be a hell of a lot home, of dog, home dog's the strongest dog in all the land rodney what do you think here you think you think the bears actually have a chance to take the cougars down hell no my man are you kidding me <laughs> too much houston brother too much houston i'm i'm not optimistic here <laughs> i'm not gonna be optimistic yeah i mean this uh, son of a uh, bitch. they're just I like I talked about. I mean, they're really not that deep. Um, Tuglers, I think Tuglers, there's their sixth guy. Maybe maybe they're seventh out of the rotation there. Um, but but all three bigs are big and fast, very oh, athletic. Yeah. Uh, Roberts, Francis, and Tugler, um, they're fantastic. And then you know we talked about you know Cryer waking up the other night. You know it, 
talking about shooters being able to, to get out of the funk. Cryer was in a funk for, it felt like two weeks, maybe, maybe three weeks. Um, and now he's one, he's, he's got so much height too, like out there mm-hmm. on the perimeter. He's tough, you know, tough to block his shot. I mean, he's, he's just, he's a nightmare. He is a nightmare on the perimeter, especially when, when his game's fully unlocked, you couple that with shed. Um, there's, they're, they're, they're just a tremendous team. They're, they're one of my favorite teams for a reason. Um, they're, they're fun to watch, and it just sucks that they they're in the same conference with the Longhorns in there. Uh, yeah, it's 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 been a great ad- addition to have BYU and Houston um, in this conference. It's just sad that it's only going to be for a year or two, yeah, uh, or or a year because we're moving to the SEC. Which you could argue that the SEC is making a run for decent dominant play. Uh, no. In terms of conference strength, right? I'm but ready to get the hell not, out of this. SEC's not the Big <laughs> yeah. Twelve; they're just not. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm ready to get the hell out of this basketball conference. Right, I, right. That, I, I will, I will, I will welcome. I will be happy to be in the SEC for a little bit. You know, yeah, I, mean? I know yeah. the SEC is yes. coming up in terms of basketball, but let's let's pump the brakes. Like the Big Twelve is still the best conference in in oh, all the yeah. land for college basketball. So getting out getting out of the Big Twelve, especially with this fucking schedule, will be a reprieve. Yeah, that's that's a whole thing. You look at football, and it's like, oh well, you know, going to the SEC, that, that that's going to be a bitch. But man, that's, just think if we were hanging around the Big Twelve. You look at basketball, it's like, fuck. See you later. God. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Yes. <laughs> Bye, Big yes. Twelve. And, and that's why I think baseball is kind of like we were talking about, where baseball baseball is just going to be fun. Baseball is just going to be cool. It's going to be it's uh, going to be the best teams in in college baseball. It is. The, it, it the really SEC is. are the best. They have the best schools. It's the best programs. Um, and hell, it's uh. It it really is. I forget the guest name that was on Bucky and BK, but he kind of hit it right on the the scenes, man. It's double A baseball. It's well, it's to that level of, of it, talent. Isn't that isn't that the funny thing? Is Texas goes to the to the SEC in baseball? It's like we're like, so what? You know, because baseball is always good. Yeah. It, <laughs> with with football, it's like okay, I think we're getting better. We seem to be getting better. And with basketball, it's like get the fuck out. So rebuilding yeah. rebuilding years for Texas. Yeah. They still have a chance to maybe even threaten or tease to go to Omaha in, yeah, in a re absolutely. in a fucking rebuilding year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and think about all this again, Wags. Everything that we've been talking about here on Chaos Theory on this Friday. So you've got you've got Texas basketball tomorrow with Kansas. I mean that that's you circle that, you want to watch that. You've got the Lone Star Invitational. They're there with with softball. And then you've got the, the Cal Poly series over at the dish. Well, my God, man. A lot of, if, and then if, yeah, I mean you got all you know, um, you got Austin FC, yeah, hosting Minnesota as well. Um, there's just look, I mean, I'm, I'm Dell Diamond. Like, I, I don't yeah. get me wrong, I I enjoy going to the events live and everything, but I don't think I'm going. I don't think I'm utilizing my credentials or anything this this Saturday, my guy. I think I'm staying in. There's too much good sports to watch. Um, and yeah, it's it's usually I don't miss the 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 opening match or whatever of the, of the season or whatnot. But I mean, maybe maybe it's just because of the lethargic season last year and i'm not a fair weather or soccer fan but i'm just i don't know there's too much too many good sports on this weekend for me to want to get up and get to the q2 so i'm i'm everybody if you're trying to support austin fc please get out to q2 on saturday and you know support our our lovely team here in our, our Fairbirds to take on minnesota here so, so it's gonna so, be a good match um i i do think minnesota actually uh, takes the victory and steals opening day from 
Austin FC. So, we'll so I'm that. assuming just just from everything that I've heard. I mean, hearing you guys talk and just some of the stuff that I've watched in some of the local media. So expectations are low, right? I, I think I saw that it's like we'll see second to the best chance to win to to, to win the. We'll see. The, um, there's been some turnover on the roster, yeah. a lot of okay, fallout, and hadn't been able to Player really develop keep a guy up. as well, right? Did, yeah, they change in the in the front office. Okay, okay. Um, hadn't been hadn't really been able to keep some of the talent that's been on the been on the roster up up to date and, and fresh we'll say um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so again we'll be talking a little bit more about it on sunday you know after the match on saturday here uh smash and i will break it down for you a good bit I, like i said i was gonna go to the match but too many too many good sports <laughs> on rodney sports nah. ball too much better at home ball. Better at home. Restrooms right down that, the hallway. The be, it's the best spot in all the land for me to watch it. Is is right here because of audiovisual consultation. So that's right. That's I, right. I, you'd be foolish to go out there and, and waste what a hundred bucks, you know, somewhere else when I can, you know, just pick hey, up a, a case of Altstat here and drink and, from home. So wax, it's going to be like almost ninety degrees. Forget Get the that hell shit. out of here. What yeah. What do you know, weather boy? Yeah, put that Woods Comfort Center uh, AC on on like sixty eight. And stay home and watch it at home. It's the way to do it, brother. What the hell do you know? So what we're gonna take a break for an hour here? I believe so. I think that's a plan where a uh, little break right here. If you're on the app, I think you're going to hear hour number one of Bucky and BK from this morning. So I believe that's what's gonna happen. A little break right here, just kind of a little reset, and then the hour or the uh midday show with Trey and BK will fire off at noon. As usual, I believe. Yeah, so a little bit of a break on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Now, look, it's not that Rodney and I don't want to be with you guys. It's I I actually have some prior obligations that I need to do and take care of on Friday, or else we'd be doing a two-hour show. But you know, honestly, that's the truth. We just don't want to be around your all's asses anymore, <laughs> man. You guys smell. No, I'm kidding. I I'm the one that smell. I got to go take a shower. No, I got to go. Got to go run and do some things here for uh, for the other job, and also. Um, Got to do some honeydews uh, that I failed to do this past weekend that I got my ass reamed for. So uh, again, you know, I BK's boss, but if I don't if I don't answer to the real boss, then you know my family life just ain't gonna be ain't gonna be right, Rodney. You That's still didn't clean the house, did you? You still didn't go get groceries, did you? I I got gro I got groceries, but I I I messed up. I missed a few items that were <laughs> definitely there on the list that she needed and we really messed that one up so again look and here's this is kind of like the this is a win it's kind of like a cheat code right when someone at especially if your wife asks you to do something you you do it you do it to 70 to 80 percent of success you never fire off and get 100 percent success why then you're the victim of your own damn success they're going to expect you to be perfect and expect you to fire on all cylinders every damn time you gotta leave room to grow guys you gotta leave room to grow take it from me been married 20 years this year I know what I'm doing. I got the recipe for success. Got to leave room for growth. So the be best a grower, advice, be a grower, not a shower. Wags is telling you. So the best advice is the fuck up, move up plan. You fuck up, then you do Kingsbury, something. Kingsbury, baby. Kingsbury. Boom. The Kings, the Kingsbury plan. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's right. That's what it is. Right. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in to Texas Sports Unfiltered and Chaos Theory here on this fine Friday. Uh, make sure you guys are checking out all the sports moving into this weekend and continue to like and subscribe to the page. Uh, thank you for all the support that you guys have you guys have given them in this past, you know, great early campaign of the Texas Sports Unfiltered show. Uh, make sure you guys are tuning in. Look, 
Midday is coming up right after an hour. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll uh, we'll see you guys in, in a good weekend, guys. Y'all be good. You bet. Boom.